Welcome to the Mother Effer Podcast. I'm Beth. And I'm Jessie. We are two moms who are ready to stop being polite. And start getting real about this thing called motherhood. Because motherhood is no joke, y'all. So put on your big girl panties. Grab a drink. And and let's let's do do this thing. thing. We are not in the studio. And even when we were in the studio, we still couldn't fucking do this. (laughs) So it doesn't matter. Cheers. (laughs) Cars. Yes, okay. yes. We are back for another week of spectacular mother effer banana shit. And uh, we're banana so glad banana. you're here with us. We got some cool news over the weekend that um, our little podcast has received 6,500 downloads. 6,500 downloads. Yeah. I wish we got a dollar for every download. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be so lovely? Or $2. Mm, <laughs> they both have $6,500. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, you know, we're not we're not quite up with the big leagues, you know, like, uh, you know, some of those that are pulling on millions per I'm not episode, worried about it. We gained either. another follower, by the way. Yay! My sister Jill told me her friend Cindy listens to our podcast. So, Cindy uh, down in Georgia, please. Yay! Thank you, and please keep listening, and um, you know, keep my sister in line. I love it. Yes, I um, I also learned over the weekend that our dedicated listener Megan is actually her name is actually pronounced Megan because she's from the South. Megan or Me- Megan? So like, so it's it's even spelled that way. So it's like M A E. Oh, like May. Like Megan. L May. Right, 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 right. But you got to say it with a twang. Like Megan. Me- yes. I know. How you know? How you doing, Megan? Yes. I, know. <laughs> I loved it. It's just one of those like things from the South that I just think are adorable and wonderful. So, yes, I wanted to correct the pronunciation. But yeah, man, listeners, we're we're super stoked. Um, it's been fun. It has been fun. I am. I I apologize. I've already told Jesse and I'll tell everybody else. I went for the 1980s mother of the year dinner this evening. And I forgot to tell you, I also put hot dogs in the mac and cheese. So it was, I was the only one that did that, by the way. I bought a whole bunch of hot dogs and I made them and then I was cut them up and I was like, listen, put them in your mac and cheese. You might like it. Everyone thought it was disgusting. (laughs) I said, fine, I'll put it in mine. (laughs) And I regret it. I regret every last bite I took already. I regret everything. Like this body isn't made. This body's not made for craft anymore. And your kids are like, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. You doing on camera there? I'm like, no, I'm not. hot dogs on that container? Absolutely not. <laughs> and that's why they don't eat it after 1985. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to go back in time. To simpler it, times. When I we just it. put sugar and everything, nobody cared. Oh my God. Yeah. Right? When, you know, microwavable TV dinners were cool. Mm-hmm. Right? I remember the one with like the penguin on it and I always wanted right? to get it. Because right? there was a brownie with sprinkles. <gasps> Oh, my God. Here's my mom making homemade meals. I'm like, God. <laughs> my mom was like, granola hippie, you know, like, eat your organic meat. You know, <laughs> your fleet. Not I your want meat. meat. I don't want meat. I want meat. Eat your tofu. <laughs> You'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> I always coveted those. Every time we go to the grocery store, I'd see them in the frozen food aisle and be like, oh, my God. Well, I'm just here to tell you that if you get one and eat it indulgently one weekend when you don't have anybody around, yeah. you're going to regret it. Oh, no. Okay. You're going to have regrets. I'll take a picture of it and say, look Eaters what Eaters remorse. Treat yourself. <laughs> 1989 <laughs> edition. <laughs> yes, girl. And now we're a morning zoo show. Anyway. <laughs> Oh my God! So yes, we, <laughs> we we always you know we we tend to try to figure out what we're going to talk about like the day of the podcast yeah. or an hour before the right. podcast, 
And so, um, usually the day we record or when I show up to record, when we were like, <laughs> what are we going to talk about? It's like, let's, let's throw it to caution to the wind. How about this? Okay. Are you prepared? No. <laughs> we're going to wing it. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other way? Who cares? Everybody no. likes the way we wing it. I agree. This thing better not fall off the <laughs> desk. Okay. Keep talking. Okay. So we, um, decided, uh, earlier in the day. So that's some improvement. Yeah. Um, celebrate the wins. But we were going to talk about having hard conversations with your kids. Yes. Yeah. So diff- I mean, there's always going to be hard conversations to be had with your kids. They're so much easier to have with your girlfriends than with your kids. I can't see you. I know. Your so you're just going to have to pretend like, you can. <laughs> I usually yes. talk about what I need to talk about with my kids to my friends before I do it with my kids. Yeah. Totally. That's usually how it goes. Yeah, yeah. So we've had like a couple of really hard conversations, like back to back, and so it was. <laughs> it was yeah. It was a. It was a long, tough weekend. I mean, it was not a bad weekend. We had to. We got to have a date night, which was nice. I saw that. Was, that very nice. Yeah, so it was so good just to like eat food when it was warm <laughs> and like have nobody ask you for you know whatever the fuck they need and just just chill. Yeah. And have a beer. And just relax and enjoy your spouse. It was awesome. Great. God. So, yeah. So, that part was really nice. And we did cut down a big tree in our backyard that needs to be shut the fuck down. So, <laughs> yes, I hate this thing. It was a widow maker. Oh, my God. It's called a Bradford pear tree. Oh, they smell like fish in the oh spring. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're the worst. But the thing is, me and Ben were the only ones who could smell it in the whole house. Are you serious? No one else could smell it. And apparently, like, so we had an arborist come out. And he was like, some people can and some people can't smell it. It's a cilantro. <laughs> well, I'm one of the lucky ones. Right? Like, some people think cilantro tastes like soap and some people love it. Like, I hate it. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah? I see? hate it. Yeah. So. I hate it and I can smell p- these stupid fish trees. So. Oh, boom. Yeah, yeah. Double whammy. It was terrible. And it was killing my freaking allergies. It was just. And it's such a shitty tree. Every time the wind blows, <laughs> like, it's just a tiny little fart of a wind. And the, all the things come off of it. It's so pretty. So it's pretty for, like, a couple weeks with stinky flowers. And then it's not. And so we cut it down. And we're going to plant something that's. You better plant something. That we tree will. didn't ask for you to cut it down. We will. You we're know the story of the Lorax. Oh, yeah. Don't so fuck around. Don't you fuck live around. on the Greenway with we murderers do. and ghosts. <laughs> you need to make sure you plant another tree. <laughs> the murderers are going to come it. out and be like, what the fuck did yeah. she do, guys? She's a tree murderer. She's, She's a tree murderer. She cut down the tree. The Lorax oh is going to pop up. Danny DeVito is going to be like, what are you doing? I know. <laughs> I'm the Lorax. I speak for the treats. You know, or is that Christopher Walken? I was a little more yeah. Christopher Walken. And I think I said Christopher <laughs> instead of Christopher. So the the bourbon's hitting anyway. <laughs> it's okay. The Myrtlers look at Christopher. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, I am. I am a tree Myrtler. <laughs> yeah, I uh, we're gonna chop it up and burn it up and use it for things. But yeah, we just we it had to come down. And then the arborist told me the saddest part that we have these beautiful oak trees on our property that are really really super old. And one of them is huge. And we Dead. Have a really yeah. We have a cute little like wooden swing from it. It's, like, <laughs> You're so just cute. creating a widow maker by attaching yeah. a swing to a dead tree. He was like, he's like, if I was 
listen, or what did he say? No, no, he said, if I was afraid of any tree, it'd be this tree. And I was like, well, why? It's so pretty and big, and I love it. And he was like, because it's hollow, and it's going to fall into your house and kill everybody, you know? And I was just like... You're like, not the pretty tree, the fish tree. I can understand <laughs> doing that, but not this pretty tree. Oh, my God. He showed me, too. He's like, you can see, like, about halfway up where, like, things are changing. You can see on the outside. He was like, I know if we cut this thing down, it's going to be, like, hollow in the inside with just, like, a ring of wood. He was like, we have to get this thing down. So I'm so sad to see the big, huge oak tree go. Luckily, the other ones are fine. All the other four of them, and he's going to trim them down. Okay, good. Yeah, but I was super bummed, man. I was like, I love my <laughs> big trees out there. You know, and I like the shade. You know. Yeah. So Can't get enough of shade in the summer. I mean, look at me. I'm sunburned. It's March. Well, we did have unusually crazy-ass fucking weather in this house. We broke a record. Did I we? heard on the radio that we broke a you record You listen today. to the radio still? I listen to the radio. Uh, amazing. Let me tell you why. Because my girl has a morning show. And so I like to listen to it mm-hmm. and give I've her I've always some wanted airplay. to be on a morning show. Like You'd I've be so always good. wanted to do that. You'd be so fun. I would I should. I should be on a morning show. I make great fart noises. Yeah, you're fantastic. She's amazing. Her name is Ramona. I so, love Ramona. Hey girl. She's wonderful. Bring me on your morning zoo. <laughs> so she was talking about how we <laughs> broke a record that it was like eighty one degrees today, which is what? What's today? Monday. Monday. <laughs> March seventh. <laughs> and apparently the last time it was like even close to this was like in nineteen fifty six or eight or something. Really? Because it feels like this all the fucking time to me. Like it's really? always hot. No. I am always hot. Oh my god. How do you live here? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's not terrible. <laughs> I yeah. loved it today, though, because there was this sweet breeze, which is probably I why I also I got sunburned. If and there wasn't a breeze, I would have totally been like, I'm dying. There's no mosquitoes yet. Which is fuck, so lovely. Lies. Right? Lies. What? I have two mosquito bites, thanks oh, very yeah. much. Fuckers. Are you yeah, serious? They didn't, get it. they didn't hibernate. Asshole. They had a whole winter party. They didn't even sleep. Fuckers. Mm-mm. I hate that. I fucking hate mosquitoes. They're I, the worst. Mm-mm. They are the worst. Ben got bit he got bit by red ants the other day and he was like Ooh. he was like, Mom. <laughs> I hate the ants. We just need to go on Google and find out what their place in the ecosystem is because I don't think there is one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there like, is. I was like, I'm sure there is. You know, and he's like, I don't think so. This I was watching, worse. speaking of, I was watching an episode of Outlander because I'm trying to catch up. <gasps> oh, my God. Out. Oh, my God. Outlander's out. Outlander, it's back. Well, I went, I went to a party to sh- for the premiere last night. and what? um Yeah, I did. What? And I'd have never seen, like, I have not caught up. I've only watched, <gasps> I've only watched Outlander up to the part where they go to Jamaica because I hated it. The okay, minute she came back sucks. and got mad at Jamie for, like, living his freaking life, I was like, girl, you just lived a whole life with another man. Are you kidding me? You're it's mad a, at him? No. It's a terrible season. You can skip past it. Yeah. I'm like, you made a, you made your dress out of a raincoat. I am not impressed. No. Keep going. But now Keep I've going. made it past Jamaica, and they are finally in the America. So I am on the American season. Good. Okay. But we watched one of the episodes I watched today. She woke up with ants all over her body. And I was like, <gasps> why would you? watch this if you have not caught up no that was part of me caught catching up that was oh, when she was okay, like going okay, through jamaica with like she was walking the land by herself and she came upon the priest that lives with chickens and stuff oh yeah that shit was crazy. yeah okay but i'm talking about you said you went to a party did you I watch did. it no i no because i got there at four it started started at seven and yeah. I showed up at four because it was at my friend across the street. And I'm like, hi, oh, I'm okay. here for the party. <laughs> hey, guys. And so on. by the time everybody showed up to watch it, I'm like, I got to go. 
Because I don't really like four kids and I am tired now. Don't you and love I, using them as an excuse? No, but I, I, what, I felt really guilty because it was yeah. like 8 o'clock. And I thought, I really should go home. I have been here for four hours. I should leave. Yeah. And yeah, uh, make sure they're ready for school. And I still haven't caught up, so I'm going to wait. And Oh, Beth, it's so good. So this is, I think, I I'm getting so tired much. of watching them have sex. I'm not going to lie. Why? I don't know. Maybe because I don't get that kind of living. So I'm jealous. That is a beautiful man. (laughs) No, this is my... Excuse me. This is my favorite time period in American history. So I love it. Like the Revolutionary War. I think it's so fascinating. And like, you know, our relationship with the Native Americans and, you know, and how incredible they were and how, you know, fucking terrible we were. And like, I just love this period of time so it's super interesting to me to watch it play out in like in this show that i already love and then my family comes from scotland my mom's side comes from scotland <laughs> my dad's side is cherokee and those are the two main <clears throat> like um is it nationalities i guess is that the right word heritage yeah that are in the like this these seasons coming up it's like Ooh. yeah it's like the cherokee and the mohawk and another another indian nation and then obviously jamie's from scotland so it's really cool to see like the two worlds coming together on the show for me because it's my two heritages nice i wore a shirt together. that said irish as fuck that was what I wore to the Outlander party because I am not that. Scottish, and that is the closest thing I could find. <laughs> and the U and the F word is a four-leaf clover. There you go. There yeah, you my go. friend of mine got it for me in Key West. It's some place called Kevin's Irish Bar. Irish <laughs> Irish Kevin's. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, but he's from Ireland. Kevin so I guess... is Irish as fuck. Yep. Okay, there you go. So am I. You need to catch up because you will love it. It's so good. It is just oh, wonderful. Okay. Well, I'm starting to catch up. I'm in the Americas now. All right. It gets better, trust me. Yeah, you'll like it. So, have you been watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I have not started watching the new season oh yet. Oh, my God. So, here's what Ranko and I have derived. We fucking love this show, it's right? It's a great show. It's so well written. We sit down every Friday night and watch two episodes. We love it. And the I think we've talked about this before on the show, that the creators, the writer, the director, the producer, they're the couple that made Gilmore Girls. Oh. Yeah. And so... Ranko and I are like, it made sense to me because the way that the characters speak are very much like the Gilmore Girls. Like right. Kind of Quickly. fast, quippy, funny, mm-hmm. irreverent, like just great. Um, and uh, I was like, God, this just feels familiar for some reason. And then we realized that they were the same. And now I'm realizing that they basically took like their fucking Rolodex from the Gilmore Girls and it began every single one of those fuckers' parts in the show. Oh, yeah? It's awesome i love it because it's like it's some of them are bigger characters some of them have like big storylines like max medina i don't know who that is i I didn't watch the gilmore girls (gasps) i did like i maybe watched the first season but i didn't ever get invested like when they came out with the reboot and like they opened a joe's coffee shop somewhere no it's not Joe's coffee shop. <laughs> oh, is it Jeff? No, What's no, his name? No, it's not. Jason? It's Luke Steiner. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. Oh, my heart's saying. I, I okay. do know the theme to the Golden Girls, though. So. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, yes, it's cool. It's been cool to see some of the former characters from Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. like have significant parts in this show. I have to watch. That's on my list to watch this weekend. 
is to catch up on it's the Marvelous so Miss Maisel. And it's really cool because Susie Meyerson has uh, like an even bigger role. Oh, I love so She's cool. my favorite character. She's my favorite character. Yeah. Oh my God, I love her. And she's a lot like of a meteor role in like the fact that they give her a lot of like solo scenes without Midge. Mm. You know, before it was like, you know, they would she do a, a little bit kick. here and there. Right. But no, I feel like she's kind of, I feel like she, I love, I watch it for her. I mean, I love the other characters. They're all awesome, but she's my favorite. She's just fantastic. I, I love, love her. her too. She's great, at, great character. Yes. So yeah, we've caught you up on what we've been watching. Have you been watching anything else? <laughs> mm, billions on Showtime. <laughs> I have not watched that yet. Yeah, I I get into it, and then I'm like, I don't have this much money. This show, I can't relate to this show at all. Right. Not one bit. <laughs> it's like me and the Kardashians. Absolutely, yeah. I'm never, Absolutely ever. Absolutely not. I was like, I hate I've you. I've never watched that show in my life. Why are you the worst? A lot of people keep like, have you watched Love is Blind? I'm like, no. Me too, I've not. Why? I'm not interested. I'm not interested. No. Zero percent interest on mm -mm. that. Nope, sorry. Hard pass. Hard pass. Um, <laughs> okay, so yes, back to our, we, we're, we did start talking about what we were going to talk about. Yeah. So let's get to the heavy stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my God, I keep hitting my mic. I apologize to our listeners. We are in my closet. Keeping it in the closet. Yes, girl. Because we are trying to make the sound as pleasurable for you all as possible. As possible. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I know, on our zero dollar a month budget. So right. Here we are in the closet. Um, I don't know. I'm going to work the bourbon into our budget, I'm going to say. so. This should be an expense. Write it off uh, yes. at tax time. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So, yeah. So, the weekend went by. We had a couple of tough conversations. So, the first one was with Ben because... So, Ben, um, when he was, like, six years old, um, was trying to kiss his friend Peyton, who was a boy. Mm -hmm. And said that he wanted to marry him and that he loved him and they were going to get married one day. And, and Peyton was like, well, boys can't marry boys. And Ben was like, well, my mom marries boys to boys all the time. Cause you know, I'm an efficient. Um, and so, so Peyton's mom was like, when I went to go pick Ben up, I, she told me what happened and she wasn't mad or anything, but she's like, I just want to let you know that like, we talked about like not kissing your friends unless they say it's okay. Right. You know, but she, right, <laughs> right. But she wasn't at all like, that's not true. And don't you teach my son that, you know? Right. She was totally cool. But I sat Ben down, and I was like, well, do you want to kiss boys? And he's like, I don't know. I think so. And I was like, well, that's totally fine. You just have to ask first, right? Consent. And, right. Uh, but he was six, mm -hmm. you know? And so then in 2020, he he made a joke. He's like, Mom, hey, if I drink this whole glass of water, that means I'm gay. And I was like, okay. And he did. And I was like, are you gay now? And he was like, I think so. And I'm like, all right, cool. Okay. I just didn't know what to make of it. So I was like, okay, all right. So then a couple weeks ago, um, our nanny, she's wonderful. She's a good friend of mine named Molly. So I she, saw her yesterday <laughs> at the party. Molly. She's wonderful. So she has two little girls that are close to the ages of Lucas and Ben. So they've been hanging out. She'd come over for a play date and we'd all hang out and the kids would play. So her daughter, she let me know, her daughters have both decided that they have crushes on my boys. And they are figuring out together how to all break right. the news. Right. right. Yeah. Super just innocent sweet little stuff right so i i so i was like okay i i know ben ben is not into he doesn't seem to be in a that state of mind at all with boys or girls or whatever like he's just not there you right. know and i know that ben doesn't he hates to hurt people's feelings so like 
sexuality aside, even if she said, hey, Ben, will you be my boyfriend? He probably wouldn't want to because he's just not there. Right. But he wouldn't want to hurt her feelings. Right. And so I was like, all right, how do I approach this? So at first I talked to Lucas and I was like, hey, Lucas, do you know that Cora has a crush on you? And she's the kindergartner. And he was like, oh, she does. And I was like, yeah. I was like, do you know that she wants you to be her boyfriend? And he was like, oh, what does that mean? Can I make out with her? You know? Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. You do not kiss. You do not touch. You can be her boyfriend in theory only. Do not touch her. Do not kiss her. If she says, yes, you can hold my hand. That's as far as it can go. And he was just very excited to, like, have the attention. Right. Who was it? So then I was... The reason I did that was because I needed to talk to Ben. And I needed an in. So I was like, hey, Ben, can you come here? And I told him, I was like, you know, Zoe has a crush on you. And he kind of smiled. And he was like, yeah, she does. And I was like, yeah. I said, but, you know, she, um, she, she doesn't know, you know, that maybe you're not ready to um, date Anybody. Girls. I said, well, I first I said girls. And I said, but maybe you're not ready to date anybody. And I said, maybe you're not ready because you want to date boys. And mm-hmm. I said, it doesn't matter to me, but I know that you're not there yet. And I was like, so, you know, if you do want to date boys, she doesn't know that. But maybe you don't want her to know that. And he was like, yeah, okay, yeah. And I was like, so here's my plan is that I will talk to Molly and say, hey, Molly, like, you know, I said, Molly's really cool, and she's just like us, and she accepts everybody, and maybe she can talk to Zoe, mm-hmm. and that way you don't hurt her feelings, and she she doesn't come at you and put you in a situation that makes you uncomfortable, right? Sure. So he was like, yeah, that's a really good idea, Mom. Okay. So then I talked to Molly, and she was totally fine. Like, she's great. And then I talked to Rango, and he is of the, you know, well, he's too young to understand how he feels or who he is camp, right? right. Which I get. You know, Rango's progressive, right? He doesn't care at all. But he's he's like, you're just trying to make him gay. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. Like, I <laughs> hate you right now for saying that. And he was just mad. But, you know, I was like, I'm not trying to make him gay. And this is what Ben has expressed to me over the years. And so then he decides to talk to Ben about it when they're, like, upstairs going to sleep. Like, right. Rango lays down with them. And Ben gets really, like, defensive and is like, I don't boys i'm not gay no i'm not no right. you know and just gets upset right mm-hmm. and rank like well see i told you and i'm like oh my god and i didn't even say like you're an idiot please like of course that's what he said to you i didn't want to say that to him because i just it's not a fight that right. i want to have or that i would win frankly right you know i try to only you know battle if i know i'm going to come out victorious right but i just couldn't i didn't have the energy right and ben was not willing to uh, that t- like he's just not ready to talk about it yet, and right. so I didn't want to put him in an even worse position. To be like, Ben, you told me something different, and you told yeah, me that, right? That's yeah. not what it's about. So then Ranko was like, Well, Ben, you know, if it doesn't matter who you like to me, I don't care. I love you no matter what. You know that, right? And Ben was like, Yeah, but I'm like a hundred percent not gay. And Dad was like, Ranko was like, That's fine. Like, I don't care. I love you. I just wanted you to be able to talk to me about it. And now I was, I'm. You know, I'm worried that Ben feels like I betrayed his trust and he's mm. not going to want to talk to me about the hard stuff moving forward because he's worried I'm going to tell Ranko. But I don't know how to have that conversation with Ranko and be like, if I tell you something, don't say anything to him. But then that's his son. So doesn't he have the right to say something to no, him? No, I, th- I think the right thing to do, and this is what I do with their dad, is when they tell <coughs> me something significant like that, unless they say, don't tell dad. 
Right. And it's not harming anybody if I don't. Like, if they're like, I like Jessica, don't tell dad. It's like, dad doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't need to know. Right. But, like, when Logan told me that he, he was like, I'm bi. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah. And then I immediately told Rob. I was like, get ready. He's probably going to tell you. But just in case, here, here you go. Like, we already knew this was coming. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... And he was still nervous to talk to us about it, but I always share, I always share every, I share everything with Rob. I share everything with him and yeah. I just make a comment to him. I'm like, listen, this is what I heard today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's true. I don't know what's going on. Right. Maybe it's a situation you're better equipped to handle as a father and a son situation, or this is what I talked about, but maybe I came from it from a woman's perspective. Sure, right. You know, we, we share everything they do that's significant what <laughs> sorry <laughs> the batteries i'm like <laughs> i'm like for fuck's sake is it dead did we fucking lose our podcast <laughs> the battery is on 18 percent listen we're gonna talk fast I and dirty i don't know if i have an outlet in you don't have closet. an outlet in a closet nobody has an outlet in a closet they should listen we're gonna talk until it dies if our podcast dies it it's I gonna love be the it. best episode ever. Let's do it. All, All right. right, guys. You down? Everybody down? Here we go. All right, cool. So yeah. tell I tell Rob everything of significance that my kids do. Like if they get in trouble at school and it's significant, he's gonna find out about it. But we yeah. talk about it's like I've dealt with it. You don't need to double deal with it. I've already dealt with it. Mm -hmm. Or I need your help to deal with it. Right. And then there are times where it's like nobody needs like this is something i can handle without you needed to like add it to your pile of shit right um but being gay ben didn't tell you not to tell ranko and i would tell ben and all your kids really that you and ranko are a team and you share big news with each other yeah. always so yeah. that you can be a partnership in parenting right so unless it's specifically called out as something you don't want to share with dad because you're not comfortable to do it yet I'm going to tell him. I wonder if he just didn't even think about, like, telling his dad. He might not so. have thought that Ranko would have been that upset about it. Or not upset, but that, like, they're, you're too young to be gay. Right. Like, maybe, I don't know. He just knew that you wouldn't make a big deal out of it. Right. And I'm not saying Ranko did. It's just he, he approached it a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 100% sure that he feels like, Ben has more living to do before he can make that conscious decision. That's exactly how he feels. Right, exactly. But, you know, a lot of the friends that I've spoken to who are adults are like, yeah, I knew when I was young. Oh, let me tell you right? what. So Logan, we've known for years, but um, my friends have known for years. Yeah. They knew before I did. And now when I look back at him wearing, you know, leotards and putting my boots on and all this stuff, all this yeah. stuff, I'm yeah. like, huh, 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 huh. Okay. It all comes together. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because, like, somehow I have morphed into the mom that other kids come to, which I love. Which is great. Yeah. I love it. So, like, we, um, two of Jack's friends who are girls have struggled pretty badly with their mental health and have, like, had been hospitalized mm -hmm. for it. And one of, so when, you know, the girls were coming over, we talked about that last episode, and they all got my cell phone number, and, you know, they wanted to talk to me. So one of them reached out to me tonight, and we just started talking. Aww. And, um. I would tell her mom. I did. Okay. <laughs> so, but I didn't want to 
<clears throat> I didn't want her to feel like I was betraying, betraying her trust by asking for her mom's information. So I just started talking to her and I was like, all right, I've got to figure out a way to get her mom's number mm-hmm. so I can let her know what's going on. And just let her know, hey, like, I'm not some scary adult talking to your kid. Right. Like, you know, I'm Jack's right. mom. You're still a good mom. Just because she's not coming to you doesn't mean you're not a good mom. Right. And so um, I was talking to this little girl. She's so super precious. And she was being really honest. And I was being really honest with her about my struggles, too. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, I asked her, I was like, well, you know, do you, would you ever be open to seeing a therapist and talking to somebody? I said, you know, one of my best friends is really an incredible therapist. And she... Um, she works with a lot of people your age and she was like, yeah, I think my mom's trying to find one right now. And I said, okay. I said, well, you know, would your mom be willing to talk to me so I can give her this information for my friend? And she was like, yeah, here's her number. So I was like, oh, thank God. Okay. (laughs) Okay. She willingly was like, cool. Yeah. And so, um, I spoke to her mom on the phone tonight. Mm -hmm. She's so incredible and was just so thankful that her daughter had somebody to talk to who had also been there, who was an adult. Right, who could actually like guide her a little bit and right. then also report back. There right? are things that you report back on, there are things you don't need to report right. back exactly. on. Exactly. Right. Like Logan has his boyfriend now and he loves talking to his friend Jessica about it. My friend Jessica. His friend too, I guess. But like he tells her things about, you know, he's such a good Catholic. So I'm like, Ugh. I don't want to hear yeah. this. Right. So she she's she doesn't tell me anything that would feel like it was breaking their trust, but she's sure. she'll say everything's fine. Exactly. Nothing what, yeah. explicit's happening. You yep. don't need to talk to him about anything. Yep. He's making good choices. But I know the minute he tells her I'm gonna do drugs or something sure, ridiculous, right, yeah. she'll be like, yeah. Hello. I know. <laughs> Hello, you need to check their room, girl. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, when I told her mom tonight, I was like, I, if there's anything that sets off any flags, I'll for sure let you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I'll just keep the lines of communication open with her. And the little girl's so sweet. And she was like, you know, those other two little girls, I'm trying yeah. to avoid names here. But she was like, you know, maybe the three of us can go out and have dinner and maybe you can bring Ava and like... I know. I was that sweet. You got yourself some free babysitting right there. And I told... Jack was like, you know, why are you talking to Abby? And I was like, honey, I said, it's really hard to be a seventh grade girl. Mm -hmm. It sucks. Middle school sucks for everybody, but I feel like it sucks extra for girls. I was like, and, you know, to tell you the truth, I wish I had had somebody that I felt like I could talk to you and I trusted when I was in the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I was struggling just like Abby. And he knows because they're tight. They're close. And luckily, Abby's parents love Jack. And so, um, you know, he was he, he knows what she's been going through. So it's like, right. she needs somebody to talk to. And sometimes you feel like you can't talk to your mom and dad. No, yeah. You know, and I was like, you know, I want her to feel like she has a grown-up that she can talk to, you know, outside of her mom that would and get it's, it. it's nice that... You've expressed to her mother in a way that makes her mom realize that you're a safe place to land. Right. You're not going to be, like, the cool mom. And she was so grateful that her daughter, yeah. like, had, was was opening up to I've me, done that. I mean, know? so Logan. I would be grateful. If Jack was, like, struggling and he opened up to an adult that, like, that, you know, his friend's dad or whatever. Like, I'd be just grateful he had somebody to talk to. Yeah. And I felt like he talked to somebody, period. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then another um, child that I met for the first time recently um, came out to me as trans. Neat. And um, gave me their pronouns. And um, because I was using the wrong ones the whole time because they are not outwardly trans. This is something that they are discovering about themselves. Yeah. And whispered to me what their pronouns were. 
and asked me to help them find a binder. And so I'm like, do you know what a binder is? Uh Okay. So for the listeners that don't know, um, when a trans individual is transitioning from female to male, um, they can wear something, if they choose, called a binder, which, which basically binds your breasts down to make you have more of a flat chest. Um, and so it can be painful. I've had yeah. friends say it's really, really painful. Um, There's no binding these down. Mm-mm. No, sorry, baby. You'd have to <laughs> lop those things off. Yeah, you'd have to just be dissected. <laughs> no, 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 donate them. <laughs> donate them to science. <laughs> but yeah, they um, they did. And, and they were comfortable, I think, after spending some time with me and Ranko to just... And they told Ranko as well, separately. Mm-hmm. But asked, you know, where I could... They wanted a binder, but they were like, I don't want it to show up at my house and my parents know what it is. And I was, I want to help them. Like, I want to help them in whatever way they feel like they need help. But how do you talk to a parent about something like that? Okay, because that's what my instinct was telling me too. But then at the same time, I would hate for their parents to think that we were sneaking around i understand where you're coming from but i think in this particular instance she's not telling you something that's going to end her life they. and she's not telling you they yeah sorry <laughs> it's okay it's hard it's hard it's they hard are not telling yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, and yeah. it's only because i can't do it grammatically it, that's it doesn't make right. any sense me too, to me exactly right i yep. read articles about people with they and them pronouns and i think where's the group at what group right. yeah what group of yeah. people did this it's within them so i'm trying yeah right so they yeah haven't spoken or said anything that's harming them or themselves or others right nope according to you and me and most people whether or not that's according to their parents who knows but i know that a lot of kids just in i mean even logan was like i'm so nervous to tell you and i'm like not i don't care i've been i've been telling them free to be you and me since day one yeah yeah exactly so it does like who knows what their parents are like yeah um that would be my first... I mean, I know their parents. You do? I do. Oh, so you know what they're like? Yeah. I don't know their politics, but I know that they're very kind, sweet, loving people. But okay. I don't know anything about what their politics are or what they... Even what they realize about now, I feel daughter. for some reason, like if your ch- if this kid had come to you and said, "I want to die because I'm trans and I don't know oh, what totally to do," different story. You, like, yeah, 100%. we're gonna tell everybody about this. They're just like, listen, I want to try to make my boob smaller, and I don't know how to tell my mom I need a binder. Right. If it was like a dildo, you that's not. Let's not get involved in that. Right. No, <laughs> let's I'm not. Sorry. Let's not get involved. No. I mean, and even a binder, I'd be like, listen, I would actually encourage them to say, like, I personally, like, I'm all for this and I support it and I will be there with you if you want me to when you tell your parents that you need this. But I, that has to be something that you get for yourself and that your parents are, are in on. That's kind of, yeah. My but it's not. Like, I don't want to rat them out. and like. No, you shouldn't I, rat them out. Right. But I need to. I. You I should don't... encourage them to rat themselves out. Yeah. Because and if they're uncomfortable yeah. with it, I mean, I guess the be- second best thing you could do is introduce them to another trans person. That's exactly what I was thinking. Somebody, and I even told them, I was like, I'm really involved in the community and I know some great organizations and some really yeah, cool some, people. Yeah, some place where they can go right, and right. be around other people, get the sense of everything, maybe even get stories of what it was like telling their parents mm-hmm. how they were feeling about themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because yeah. you, know, you don't know, like they, they coming out in any way i'm trans 
I like to dress up in women's clothing. I'm gay. I'm bisexual. I'm lesbian. I'm a flower. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. I like Broadway musicals. I don't care. Right. But they don't know that until they until they get the courage to say I am mm -hmm. this. Right. 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 And it's so hard. I think most people like most people who are not involved in the LGBTQ community do not know a trans person or maybe don't realize that mm -hmm. they know a trans person. And so, um, you know, I think for most people having a child come out as trans can be difficult just because they don't get it. And they've never right. they've never interacted with a trans person. And so there is that period of like where you are confused and you right. want well, to know I mean, what's going just on. Like, just like and we had a, a little blip a minute ago where you were like, they. I'm like, right. Right. I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I'm not doing it because I'm a mean jerk and I don't think that they should be able to of be course. called whatever yeah. they want. It's yeah. because I just don't know. I haven't right. gotten used to saying it that right. way yet. Or like, I think even, you know, when it's a kid who is gender non-binary or transgender, uh, I think most parents kind of are in the camp of Ranko where it's just like they're too young. Yeah. To when know. you get when you're 18, do what you want. Right. But until then, I'm going to make my life easier <laughs> and call you a boy. Right. And or that's, a girl. I think, yeah, I think it's just, yeah, they feel like their kids are too young to really know what they're saying or understanding mm -hmm. or they think it's a fad or a trend or, you know, it's cool to be gay. And, it's cool and to you know be what? There, there might, there might be. Some, it's, but I think, but I think the fact is that it's more prevalent in pop culture because Finally, pop culture is catching up to this community that's been there the whole time, mm -hmm. but it's been under the radar. People don't want to see it. People don't want to talk about it. It's been disgusting, you know, because of religious reasons, you know, the zealots out there telling everybody they're going to go to hell. And so it's been under the radar. And finally, I feel like pop culture is catching up. And so our kids are exposed to it more, mm -hmm. which I think is awesome. Um, and I think it's encouraging a lot more kids to be true to who they are. And this kid is young. And they are like, this is who I am. I know this is who I am. And the truth is, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Right. It's, but it's really not up to us. Right. Exactly. Yeah. To force them to do something they don't want to. Right. Like right, right. like Mary Jane. I, I've never forced her to wear girly stuff. She used to. She used to wear tons of girly stuff. Yeah. And she looks beautiful in all the girly stuff she tries on and puts on every now and then. But she's a leggings and a sweatshirt kind of girl. She does not give a shit. But that's kind of the trend. I think anyway, now yeah. it's a little looser, a little like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, you're not I wrong. I see that a lot. But yeah. she, like, she really just does not have It's not a, a priority style. for her. No. Right, right. No, like the type of leggings she has, she doesn't care where they're from. As right. long as they it's cover like, it's like ben. her butt. It's like Ben. does not care. Yeah. Or Jack is like... Like, he show, all of her yeah. clothes are hand-me-downs from right. people that... Oh, Ben, too. All of, them. all of them. She's wearing other people's varsity, like, yeah. soccer sweatshirts. She doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> she does not care. Jack is like, you know, it has to be a brand and it has to be in style. And he loves oh, yeah. fashion. So, I, okay, I can't fault him for that because I love fashion. <laughs> By the way, can we talk about the shoes? Oh, my God, you guys, my shoes. I'm so excited. Just a little side note here. So... I got invited to go to L.A. with a client of mine who is a musician. She's winning an award. <clears throat> She's nominated for an award. I'm manifesting it that she is going to win this award out in L.A. And she invited me to go with her to do all her social media um, and catch all the footage. So I bought myself a pair of L.A. Jesse 
uh, <laughs> high heels. And I'm going to put a picture. They're from Steven Madden, and they're hot pink, and they've got studs and chains all over them. Yeah. They look like... They're amazing. A guy's pants. Like, you remember all the guys that used to wear those wallets that had a chain? Yeah, That's that what, kind of chain. Yeah. But studs of, like, it's got studs they're and They're angry. And they're angry pink. They're so awesome. Like, you could hurt someone's balls with those. Oh, my pretty, God. I'm so excited. So, I'm going to... I really will put a picture up so you guys mm-hmm. can see my awesome heels. <laughs> <laughs> because that's who I am. That's who I am. Yes. I like my heels. But I didn't, I, you know, 10 years ago, I would have never bought anything like that. Why? It's interesting because I I feel like I'm rediscovering uh, a part of me that I lost a long time ago. The part of me that is super creative and takes chances with clothing and um, is interested in fashion. And, you know, I always was, but I just became a mom. And I didn't mean to let that part of myself go, but there was a priority shift. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, well, this is, most of my clothes are just utility. It was cute stuff, but it was, you know, utility, right? Where now it's like, I have a pair of, um, like, leather leggings that I'm going to wear with those heels, and I'm super pumped about it. Oh, my God. I feel like you're channeling Sandra D. (laughs) Oh, my God, totally. I actually have the Sandra D coat. Look. Wait. Shut up. I do. Hold on. I gotta show it to you now. Shut up. On, uh, we're in Jesse's closet, by the way, not mine. <gasps> oh, Look yeah. at me. I'm Sandra D. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you no. do have a pink lady's jacket. I do. I was Sandra D for Halloween one year. Lousy with virginity. <gasps> Won't go to bed till I'm legally wed. I can't. I'm Sandra D. So I watched this movie with my friend. I think we've talked about this before. But I watched it with my friends and my my daughter and my friend's daughter. And at the very end when Sandra changes into her leather outfit. Yeah. They're like, why did she change for him? (laughs) I was like... I said, this is a super bad message, but the music in this movie is amazing. amazing. We're just going to just just overlook all the sexism, <laughs> all the bad things, all the bad things. All There's the like one black moments. person in this movie. Just <laughs> overlook all of it. That's just, we're just going to focus on the music because yeah. it was so phenomenal. <laughs> it's like the whitest musical Oh ever my gosh, it's so great. No, yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped. I will put a picture of those shoes because they're fucking ridiculous. But yeah, I think we do like just, you know, like our priorities shift and we... I you think know, my kids, we lose a part my of kids have more of a hard time than I do with conversations. Um, mm, yeah. And so I just kind of blurt out really um, inappropriate things, probably. Okay. Like Harrison was in a bad mood on Friday and he didn't want to do school. And I was like, listen, you don't want to do school. That's on you, brother. Right. If dad looks and you haven't done school, I am throwing you under the bus. I am not taking the heat for this. <laughs> That's right. And I says, but what's going on? He's like, well, me and my girlfriend are going through it. And my, fr- I was like, is she pregnant? There you go. And he's like, uh, no. Boom. I was like, okay, great. Carry on. <laughs> okay. Just check. But I told him, I was like, I'm sorry if that like surprised you, but I'm like, let's get it out of the way. Yeah, like if this right? is, if you're trying to figure out a way to tell me something horrible it's not horrible it's just not a it's not great Uh -uh, but it's not it's not the worst thing that could happen on the planet no so and and we'll get through it but let's just just say it just say it just say it i told jack from an early age that he better wrap that shit up because (laughs) i had all my kids when i was young so when i was in my 50s they all be gone 
Mm-hmm. A man wrinkle can live our life. And they can go live their life. What if he has all his kids young? Oh, my God. That's fine. But not when he's 16. I'm not raising your fucking child. We're going to the clinic. No. <laughs> no, you're not. That's not you. We are doing it. You can't make that. Yeah. <laughs> fine. I'm not raising it. I'm done. I got all my parts taken out for a reason. I will love that child from a distance. I can't take that shit. Oh, my I'm going, God. I'm going to Italy. Bye. I'm going to Italy. <laughs> I'm going to Italy to be with my people. <laughs> My Scottish and Cherokee people in Italy. I didn't even get to the other <laughs> the other conversation that I had with one of my kids that like was the main reason I wanted to have this well, topic. It. But I don't know if we have time before the. What's, what's, the, what's the percentage? Okay, so we've got five percent. <laughs> so, so real quick, real so, quick. <clears throat> Lucas is seven, and when he was in kindergarten, he um, just had a really hard time. Just struggled a lot. He's always yeah. struggled with academics, and he's he's cognitively delayed. He's got a genetic disease, so we've always, you know, it's always been there. He's always had an IEP, all that jazz. So um, this weekend, his best friend, Gio, comes over, and Gio's mom, who's super precious and wonderful, says, okay, I'm going to take the kids to the park, and I'll come and pick Ben and Lucas up. And I was like, that's cool. So she brings Gio and Gio's neighbor, who is this sweet little um, boy, precious, and he's black. And Lucas got really upset because he just wanted to be Gio and Ben and Lucas. Right. Lucas he didn't, a, like, four is a crowd. He had a, he has a really hard time with new people. Mm-hmm. But then he started saying things like, I don't like brown people. Mm. Oh, I would have been like, you don't like the park either, do you, motherfucker? No, he didn't go. He did not go to the park <laughs> because two, which is Gio's mom, she knows us and she knows that that's not our beliefs at all. Right. And so I'm talking to Ranko and I'm like, this is super disturbing for him to say something like this because he's not hearing us, hearing this from us. Mm-hmm. So where is he hearing this? Is it from YouTube? Well, I mean, like, what's okay, happening? like if we back up a minute, he, I, I don't know, maybe there's something about that well, happened to him that somebody that was brown upset him. exactly what I said. I was like, something must have happened with a person in his life that he considered to be brown and it has traumatized him. And that or so, he really just didn't want this person to be involved in the mix of the idea of what he had the day would be going as. And so he said the first thing that came to mind to make out, him go away. <laughs> his kindergarten teacher uh, was Hispanic and um, he, we know when he was in kindergarten, he, we didn't know that he was so scared of her and was, had such a hard time. He couldn't verbalize it at the mm-hmm. time. But lately, he's been verbalizing how horrible it was. Oh, my. And how she made him feel stupid. And how she yelled at him. And how she was just so mean. And which kills me, right? I didn't even know at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was Hispanic. And I was like, Lucas, like, do you, is Miss, I'm not going to say her name, but your teacher, was she brown? And I know she's Hispanic. And he was like, yeah, mm-hmm. she's brown. And so... I, he kind of is like looking at all people of color and using the word brown, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was, he was really upset and crying about how awful she was to him. And I think that event really traumatized sure. him. Sure. I mean, and, I, th- you know, I think like, that's what happens with a lot of people who yeah. have prejudice is that somebody of a particular persuasion did something to them. And instead of being upset with just that one person, right, they right. are upset with everybody that looks like them. And it was a hard conversation that we had to have with our son, who has special needs, about race and mm-hmm. about prejudice and equality. Because he he is so delayed and cognitively... Right. To him, it is you know, literally brown, tan, white. Right. It's, he doesn't see the race and the, like, when he said that, he doesn't feel that, like, what? 
some right. shit like he's just like speaking facts according right. to his brain. Right. And so we explained to him in very literal terms. We were like, there are some brown people that don't have good hearts. And there are, there are some, some white, white people, people <laughs> that don't have good hearts. That's exactly what we said. There we are like, people in this right. world that don't have good hearts of all colors exactly. and sizes and that's shapes. That's what we said. We were like, doesn't matter what color your skin is. It matters what's your what's in your heart. And, yeah. and that's what matters. And there are good and bad people all over the world with all different skin colors. And we were like, but you cannot say ever that you don't like somebody because they're brown. You can never, ever right. say that. It's hurtful. It's mean. It's wrong. I, I remember having that same conversation with Harrison once when he was around kindergarten, first yeah, grade. Yeah, yeah. I, and I said, listen, I'm sorry that somebody at school hurt your feelings, but that doesn't mean that everybody that looks like this particular person, Asian, black, whatever, Latina, is always going to be the same and see the thing is jack's big brother his name is josh and uh, all the, you know josh is a loyal listener by the way hey josh hey josh he's a single young uh guy out in chicago who listens to our podcast he's amazing I love that. but he was jack's big brother for a long time and he's black and i was and lucas loves him right. loves him and i was like lucas we love josh we don't you think remember josh how sweet he mm-hmm. is and kind of you love him he's like well yeah and we're like, see, okay, so... I think, you know, you know if, if just, it's me and I'm just listening to the story, but I have I have kids that are very, like, they can, if you say something's going to happen a certain way and something different happens, mm-hmm. that's the end of it for them. Right, yeah. So yeah. you, like, it. Lucas probably had nothing against this kid. He just didn't want it to be for people. Right. He was like, I don't feel comfortable around someone I don't know, and I don't like it. Even Ranko's like that. If Ranko thinks that we like he has plans set in his mind, mm-hmm. even if they haven't been confirmed, whatever, in his mind, this is how things are going to go. When they don't go that way, he has a hard time. Yeah. And so that definitely is part of it, I think. But, like, we had to have this real conversation about race with my kid who <clears throat> sometimes I think because we're so progressive that my kids just automatically will be that way and, like, always, like, Mm-mm. inherently understand right and wrong and... uh this this hit me hard because I was just like, but they they will. I, I mean, he is still he's still little, he's still totally. young. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you right now, like my older kids, my seventeen and fourteen year old, and my and my twelve year old, my daughter, they accept everybody for exactly the way they are. Yeah, and I'm sure it took a little time because you got to meet people that look different right. from you in order to understand that that's the case. Well, he did say later he was like, mommy. Do you think that I hurt Gio's friend's feelings? He said, I think I did something wrong. And Good. like he felt terrible because he got it. It took him a couple hours. That's called empathy, and that's something you can't teach. But he did, and he, he felt really terrible. And then um, we were taking a bath, and he was like, Mommy, he was like, pretend my skin is brown. Aren't I awesome? Aren't I beautiful? And I was like, you are beautiful. <laughs> so I could see him trying to even like put himself in their shoes. Like That was amazing. When he said that, he was like, pretend I'm brown aren't I beautiful and I was like yes like it was so cool to like we had the hard conversation with him but then he got it Mm -hmm. it was so cool to see that you know so anyway guys um, I'm proud of you my uh my yeah we've got two percent left so let's wrap this shit up (laughs) I know I know you belong belong to some 
but tonight you belong to me. We've been waiting to sing that all day. <laughs> and we sang that. I don't even know what parts we sang, but it was wonderful. It sounded professional <laughs> as fuck. It's Eddie Vedder. We can be hired Phenomenal. for parties. Yes, we're super <laughs> wonderful. It's Eddie Vedder, you guys. The song. Ukulele songs. It's That's the name of the album. So, so good. You mm-hmm. Belong to Me, Eddie Vedder. And I can't remember the chick's name who duetted. I don't either. It's so phenomenal. Her name's Beth Young. So I was like, oh my God, have you heard the song? Oh my God. And she was like, oh, yeah. I know everywhere. Of course. So it's like, we gotta sing it together. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys, I think we're, uh, we're going to head out before we get cut off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, this was cool. Thank you for listening this week. We'll be back. As always. We'll see you next Thursday. See you next week. Bye. Bye.